Happy Sunday, everyone. This is Murderino and a Tech and ATX. I'm the Murderino. And I'm the Tech. And we're here in Austin, Texas. Uh, this is our first episode. We wanted to bring you this podcast to kind of give you an insight in what goes on in ATX and our lives. So we're going to start with the news. ACL. ACL started a Friday night. It's here for two full weekends. Um, has over 150 artists that play over a three-day three span here at Zelker Park. Um, thousands of people come to this annually, and it creates a lot of traffic in Austin. Yeah, and uh, I pretty much hate that whole side of town. Just avoid it. Um, yeah, it just makes everything hard for people that live in Austin. But it, the only good thing, it's on Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. And during the week, everybody's hungover. So I guess work is a lot easier than it normally could be. You just have to stay away from Central Austin. Yeah, I think if you stay away from Central Austin, you'll be fine. Um, I, I think this year, Red Hot Chili Peppers were playing. And I last think, night. Oh, last night. Mm -hmm. And then Jay-Z was playing, right? Tonight. He's playing tonight. See, that would be cool to watch the Chili Peppers and Jay-Z. Chili would be Peppers pretty nice. are great. I saw them a few years ago at ACL. Oh, really? Yeah. At ACL? They're really awesome. I always wonder how much they pay those people to show up. I think they pay. <laughs> what do you mean? They pay to yeah. be? Yeah. You don't no, realize don't. like how many people come to this festival. Like tens of thousands of people. I don't come. see the Red Hot Chili Peppers playing paying money to play i mean i know how upside upside down the music industry is just by living in austin and being a musician in austin you can kind of understand how it is well, but why would they pay to play i just at don't the see Super them Bowl? i just don't see them paying to play acl i don't know i think i think you're probably right i think some of the lower tier acts probably pay i mean it would be interesting anybody to find below out below line three <laughs> no i'm saying like anybody anybody playing before probably I mean the lineup yeah, anybody be playing before like 3 p.m. I could see them paying to play, but I mean that's it's pretty fun, sad. But it's gotten out of control in the past five years. So what do you mean? Like it's too many people. I went for seven years in a row, and it was a lot of fun. And towards the end, in like 09 or 2010, it was just too crowded. Like you couldn't even make your way around Zilker Park, which is super. Well, you large. heard this this year they're actually expanding the park. Um, they I think, can't expand it that much more. Well, I think they actually are moving it down west of Zilker Park, so even more west than it already was. So to Mopac? I think so. I think well, so. Well, Austin also spends billions of dollars fixing that grass every year after the festival. It's funny. Well. <laughs> it's just funny you bring up the grass because I used to live in East Austin. So when I first moved here, I lived in East Austin with my cousin. And... <laughs> So he, my very first year I came here and I lived with him and he's like, hey, do you want to go to ACL? And I was like, yeah, but we don't have any tickets. But he's like, don't worry about it. I can get you in. Of course. So, um, so our neighbor across the street, he was actually like the, um, he was a guy who set up the stands mm -hmm. for like the, the speakers that go 100 yards mm -hmm. in front of the thing. Anyway, so I ended up getting sick like the night of he, we were supposed to go. So I was like dead sick. And him and his buddy went, and the buddy of his bought a 24-pack of Bud Light, and he went out to yeah. Zucker Park. <laughs> he went out to Zucker Park like a week before ACL, and he uh, dug a hole <laughs> and put the beer inside the hole. And then when my cousin went with him, he didn't know anything was that, but his friend was like, uh, his friend was like, hey, come over here. We're going to come over here. And it was like right near the fence. 
So they ended up digging out the beer and put all the put all the beers inside his backpack, and they were drinking like muddy beer well, the whole night. <laughs> shampoo liquor, so yeah. Yeah, it was pretty funny. But anyway, so that's our news ratio. Um, second topic is the passing of Tom Petty. Yeah, so Tom Petty passed away this week. And it was pretty sad. A lot of people um, were just kind of like up in arms, I guess. Because they didn't know if he had really passed the... False news, and then they had to retract it. I think it was the LA Times who initially announced it, and then they retracted it. And he actually didn't pass away till later in the night, and they had announced it like midday. Yeah, so it, that was kind of weird and a little bit discomforting because people were already, you know, wishing him, I guess, farewell, and he was still alive. Um, I think in the future, I think the, the, some of these you know um these really popular artists and um you know heroes of our time need to um i guess their agents or whoever they are they just need to their get PR? A, yeah they just need to get get above all of this stuff and just say hey he's sick right now and the problem is is stuff leaks all the time yeah but i'm saying if they could just let people know that he's sick they they're kind of like what they did with david bowie where yeah. they said like he was sick for like two weeks and then he ended up passing away so everybody you know he was in the prayers of everybody but it was kind of one of those things where like everybody knew he was going to pass mm-hmm. um, tom Petty came out of nowhere i yeah. just i just feel like this past two years has just been an onslaught of great musicians passing away and it's it almost seems yeah it almost seems an appropriate time with the way the world is right now it's kind of like they want to leave before it gets even worse end of times that's what they say Uh, but anyway tom petty may you rest in peace and another great loss and another great loss just today so it's sunday and the cowboys played today and then ut played yesterday so of course ut won so that's good right you know they won so they're they're winning i guess uh then today the cowboys played and we lost another another loss to aaron Rodgers and the green bay packers who i you know i don't hate the green bay packers but i'm starting to grow a hate towards the green bay packers they've just beaten us the past twice two times already and both of them are heartbreaking losses so this one's gonna hurt for at least a week and now the cowboys are two and three and we suck but it's our defense our defense is terrible i mean let's not kid ourselves zach prescott's doing the best he can so that's going to wrap up this week's news um our second segment is what's good in atx so, so this topic is what what is this topic about just anything whether it's uh, good places to eat to sightsee if you're new to austin and need some suggestions um i would we would recommend stuff on the weekly each of us have our own recommendations so my food related is i may be late to the game but i just discovered the trailer park taco at torchies um and they made it what is it called extra trashy extra trashy which is apparently just queso and take off the lettuce which I found super weird. What's in the taco? It has like a chicken tender, uh, green chilies of some sort. Um, They add pico, which I took off, and then their queso. And what else? Lettuce, cheese, shredded cheese. It's actually really good, but it is super messy, super trashy, as they say. But I would definitely recommend it if you've never been to Torchies. 
I also had the vegetarian, which was uh, just basically fried avocado. Was that good? I saw you eat that. Was it was that... delicious. And on a corn tortilla, it was really good. It's fried avocado with cheese and lettuce. It was delicious. Yeah, Torchies is one of those Austin staples. If you, if you visit Austin, I would recommend you go to Torchies, grab yourself a t-shirt, take some home some Diablo sauce, do that sort of thing. Um, but yeah, Torchies is just... They're, they make really good queso. My only knock on them, I still go there, I, I love them, but my only knock is just their tortillas that they use are really terrible. Yeah. But other than that, it's a great taco. And but that's just homemade. being picky on, on my side. Yeah. yeah, they're not homemade. I feel like, man, if they just hired one badass homemade tortilla person just to make homemade tortillas all day long. Like a Mexican lady? No, not a Mexican lady. Just anybody that can make really badass tortillas. Um, typically they are Mexican women, but I'm just saying like somebody that can make, I can make badass tortillas, hire me torchies, but <laughs> we just need some, they just need some person just making tortillas all day long. Yeah. Kind of like they do for, um, what's that place called up North? Um, the Mexican restaurant, the one I like to go to, but you hate going to, um, North. Yeah, Papacitos. Oh. Yeah, like Papacitos, oh. where they have that little turn and like yeah. it's another Mexican restaurant here in probably it's like Texas, yeah, Oklahoma. Yeah, I don't think it's local. Yeah, I don't think it's local to us, but it, they make tortillas like, and you see it coming down like a chute, and they're pretty good tortillas. Like for a machine, it makes really good tortillas. Mm -hmm. Anyway, torchies, get on your tortilla game, step it up. Uh, my my turn is Rice Bowl Cafe. So at work, I work near, I guess, northeast Austin off yeah, of 183. 290. 290, so it's like east by the toll. Um, there's not too many restaurants out there. There's a really good pizza place called Local Slice. They make really good, inexpensive pizza. Um, but this one place we just recently discovered at the office is called Rice Bowl Cafe. Um, they're off of Lamar and Breaker, I believe. Um, if you go there, get the lo mein combination noodles. I crap you not. Like if you, if you, if you get, if you order this combination lo mein, it's probably like three inches thick of like Tupperware, and the bowl is probably like I don't know, eight inches across, and then no, 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 maybe like six inches across. It's like, it's like nine inches diagonal, and it's huge. The the amount of noodles they give you and the combination for all for ten dollars is just ridiculous. So me and my coworker got it about two weeks ago, and um, we literally you know did the pickup, did it through Yelp because uh, Yelp does delivery now. Did it through Yelp, saved two dollars um, with a coupon code that they give out, and then we literally ate that for two days in a row for lunch. That's how much so noodles. Is it so much good noodles we had. Of the price point? No, or? it's a little bit of both. I think if they went up to twelve dollars, I would still go there because the noodles are good. If they went up to fifteen dollars, then I would probably not go there. But the fact that it's ten dollars and I get that much noodle, it's really, really good. So yeah, rice bowl cafe, get that on your on your list. Next segment. So what's good on TV? Currently, I'm watching Difficult People. It's in season three already. If you're not familiar with it, it's a Hulu show. And it's really for people who like dry comedy and like super sarcastic and moody emo type of people who live in New York. Um, I think it's really funny. I haven't gotten a lot of people that agree with me, but if it's something 
That sounds like it's up your alley. I would definitely check it out. It's what is only it about? on Hulu. It's just uh, two. Well, one one girl's like a review blogger. She reviews shows, and the other guy's a struggling actor. And they both kind of just came together, met in an acting class a few years back, and. Uh, they're miserable together, but one guy's gay, so they're obviously not together. They're just miserable together. Yeah. Um, but it's super, like, moody and, like, kind of real to life, like, how difficult life really is. Yeah, I, I think I caught you watching that show one time, and the the guy who the guy who's on the show... Bill Eichner? I don't know his name, yes. and this is not, like, any, like, hate towards that guy, you know, whatever... Uh, I'm just saying, when I didn't know what she was watching, so I walked in the living room, saw her watching the show, and um, I sat down, wasn't really paying attention. Um, I'm looking at the show, I'm kind of just like looking at my looking at my Mac and then looking back at there. So I'm going between laptop and TV, right? So I'm not paying attention. So at a certain point, something draws my attention to the screen, so I turn and look at the screen, and this guy's talking to this lady, and I said, what did I say? I said is this a i was like is this an infomercial or is this like a, a commercial and you're like no this is a show and i and th literally thought the guy was not acting like you know when you see somebody acting and they just have like a really good they're just act they're just great actors like tom hanks i'm not saying you don't have to be tom hanks i'm just saying like you can tell somebody's acting even some of the worst actors like Channing tatum like you watch him act and you're just like oh wow okay like he may not like he may not be a great actor, but you still know that he's he's acting. When this guy just looked like a regular dude, <laughs> like reading lines, it was so bad. Well, and he's Billy from the street. I don't know what that means. It's a comedy segment. Okay, so but anyway, I I totally didn't know that's what it was a TV show. I thought it was an infomercial. It felt like he was reading off a teleprompter. It was really bad. It was really bad acting. He was the only person I saw in there. I was just like, man, he sucks at acting. He needs no, to take some acting classes. No, he just has classes. like a monotone way. Yeah, I, I, I'm... But it's sarcastic, monotone, kind of like Audrey Plaza. Yeah, but I, I mean, she can act. Like, you can tell that she's acting. But that's weird is because he came out again this season, and I think I saw you watching it again, and he's acting now. Like, he's actually acting. Like, you can tell, like... Maybe people were saying the same thing, and if somebody like whispered in his ear, he's like, "Maybe you should take some acting classes." So know. I'm just it's saying, like, his acting funny. has gotten a lot better. I still won't watch the show because it just doesn't interest me, but it, his acting has gotten better. Um, it's my recommendation. It's her recommendation. It's a great show. Yeah, you guys should watch it. She watches way more TV than I do. But one television show we do watch together is what? Uh, Superstore. Superstore. Come on, come on. <laughs> Yeah, so Superstore is on their second, third... It's in its second season. Second season, Just yes. Just started two weeks ago. It's so fucking good. This show... I don't know, America. Wake up. No one's watching this show. I don't know if people are watching this show. Maybe it's, it's because... It's an NBC show, too. Maybe it's because Christina's worked at Walmart, and I've worked <laughs> I've worked at Walmart in a long time ago when I was a kid. I don't know if people just relate to it. I can just relate to it more, but man, this show is so fucking funny. One of the funniest shows and it on television. And Latina, American Ferreira. Oh yeah, she's in there too. She's a she's a phenomenal actress. I don't know why she doesn't have any more roles, 
Like she, I feel like she should be making movies. She's a really good. She has made movies. Yeah, I know, but I feel like, you know, Steven Spielberg would tap her on the shoulder and be like, "Hey, we need you in this, you know, she's a to play a CIA agent or something." She she's a really good actress. And there's this other guy. Um, he's been in a lot of stuff. I'm not sure what his name Which is. One? The the guy that she's in love with in the show. Oh, um, Ben something. Yeah, he's a great he's a great actor. He he comes out in a lot of. Um, other shows I've seen him in, you'd probably recognize him. I think he was in... Feldman, I think. I think. Was he the guy from American Pie? He looks very similar to that guy. Well, he plays, he comes out on that show, and then they have a lot of, like, regular... Ben Feldman. Okay, then they have a lot of other, like, regular characters in the show, and they all, have, like, play a particular character, uh, like, in a, in a certain way, and... Oh, it's so great. There's this one lady, what's her name? Which one? <laughs> the one that... Pretends she has a boyfriend, but she really doesn't. Oh, uh... What's her name? <laughs> You're talking about Jan LeRae? Is that her name? No. What's her name? That's Jana Lee's mom's name. Oh, no. No, but what's the, well, I, the character's name in the it. show? Okay, well, she's a, she's a hilarious actress. I... I seriously believe that. I think maybe she's a, she, she like. She plays Sandra. Okay, she plays Sandra in the show, but I I bet you. I, I don't know anything her about name. her. I don't know anything about her. I haven't looked anything up, but I bet you, she like went to Juilliard or something because she plays this like perfect, like perfect, like the way she acts, everything. Like I, she plays it to the T. Kind of like the what's the what's the girl's name uh, who was in um, Orange the New Black. And she played that crazy, that crazy lady, and she's oh. like, "Oh, hey, Dandelion." Azu. Well, when I saw her in that show, I immediately was like, "That girl can act." I don't know who she is. I don't know where she came from, but that girl can act. And then come to find out, she went to Juilliard and she like won an Academy or she won an Emmy and all this stuff. And I was just like, "Yeah, she's like classically." Yeah, she's like classically. And I believe this girl is the same way. The one who's playing Sandra in this show, same way. Anyway. Yeah, Superstore. You guys need to watch that. Um, mm -hmm. It's a really great show. It's funny. It's only 20 minutes long. It's on Hulu. It's originally um, on NBC. So you can oh, pro it. tip. Pro tip here. If you're, if you don't have Hulu and you're like, eh, I don't have enough money to, you know, only have Netflix or Hulu or one or the other. If you have a a, a student email address, like a an actual like I don't know, like a you know like a .edu email address, go to go to Google, type in Spotify, Hulu. Um, student discount and you can get Hulu and Spotify for four ninety nine. $5.40. Yeah, $5.40 for Hulu and Spotify subscription every month. Mm -hmm. So yeah, that's a pro tip. You guys should definitely get on that. Um, one other thing, television, movies, anything else? Mm -mm. Haven't watched Haven't any seen movies. no good movies lately. Oh, you know what <laughs> sucks? Hmm. Tomorrow, Star Wars is coming out for sale. I saw that. It's terrible because it looks like I'm probably like not going to be able suck. to see it. No, I'm not going to be able to see it because I'm on on call that week. Oh, so that's sad. That means I have to be by my laptop and phone at all times unless, you know, I don't and roll the dice and hopefully no one calls at that time, yeah. which is very possible. But yeah, these Star Wars things take from like 7 p.m. till... 10, 11 o'clock at night. So I probably will have to wait until the following week to watch it, which is sad. That and then Blade Runner 2049 came out this past weekend. Totally forgot about that. So that's on my list to watch too. But hopefully next time we, next time you guys get this podcast, I'll have seen it and I'll report back to y'all. I'm waiting for the new Wes Anderson film to come out. Oh, which they have a 
It's animated and it's about dogs. Oh, funny. So you're taking it from a, um, is he taking it from like a novel or something or is it? I don't think so. I just saw the clip and it's not scheduled. It's called Isle of Dogs. It's not scheduled till next year. Oh, interesting. But it's like a, it looks like claymation type, but it's Wes Anderson and it's about dogs. It's going to be awesome. Yeah, it's pretty Which by the way, you'll hear a lot on this podcast. We talk about dogs a lot. Oh, yeah. So we have two dogs. One of them is sleeping right next to us. Sorry if you guys hear him. His name is Thrasher. And then we have another dog. Her name is Indy. They're both boxers. They're both boxers, and they're both super violent, and will attack anybody that comes near us. that's not true. (laughs) No, that's what people think, though. That's what people think. They're they're really dumb, sweet dogs. Really dumb as rocks, though. We're making people boxer lovers every day. Yeah um what should i say i think that's it for television and movies yeah save some for next week okay so our next segment so our next segment is our weekly discussion um we each pick a different topic we want to talk about of interest to us and it'll mainly be a one-sided conversation and i will probably talk about murder or puppies and um, usually my my interests lean towards um, like tech and like you know some kind of you know sports related thing or future it's sci-fi kind of stuff like that. Um, so this week's story that I'm bringing you guys for for the very first time is related to Bitcoin. And Christina is probably tired of hearing the word Bitcoin because oh, yeah. I talk about it all the time. But this is story this story is interesting and I think that you would find it pretty interesting as well. Christina, so, so imagine, uh, let's say, imagine seven years ago, you're a guy, and uh, you're like, hmm, there's this thing called Bitcoin cryptocurrency. That looks interesting. And you do a little research, and before you know, you're down this rabbit hole, and you're downloading Bitcoin on your on your computer. So that's that's the start of the story. The fact that this story hasn't become a movie yet is beyond me. So check this out. So this guy, um, I don't know his name. I think his name is Campbell. He's from Australia. But apparently in 2010, he was with this this girlfriend. And uh, he had heard about cryptocurrency being a whole new thing. Uh, and then at the time, I think Bitcoin was around a dollar a coin. And in 2010, you could literally take like a regular laptop and um, actually mine your own coin. Uh, you can't do that anymore. Nowadays, it takes, you know, $3,000 systems that you have to put together. It's this whole process that you have to do research on. And actually, to create one miner costs like $3,600, $3,700. But at this point, it's getting so much harder to mine Bitcoin that um, you have to do a whole kind of analyzation of, of whether the amount of energy you're expending equals the amount of Bitcoin you're earning per hour and per day per kilowatt and it goes even finer than that. So at this point, it's it's not I'm not saying it's hard to get into Bitcoin mining. Um, it definitely is a lot harder than it was in 2010. Um, so this guy, he starts mining Bitcoin. Uh, he accumulates total of 1400 Bitcoin in no time in like very little time. So at that time, Bitcoin was worth probably like a dollar, dollar seventy-five. He puts here it was worth a dollar fifty. Um, 
and his girlfriend at the time gets very upset with him she's like hey why are you running that computer all the time you're wasting electricity it's fucking hot inside this room we live in a one-bedroom apartment apartment and just turn off that freaking computer it's driving me nuts so so he does just that he turns off he turns off the computer at a certain point he realizes like you know I, i don't need this computer anymore and uh he literally he had like he had like pirated music on it pirated movies um you know some he's a he's a tech blogger so some of that stuff um and so eventually like his girlfriend made him (laughs) made him put away the computer and get rid of it so in a year or so that followed he broke up with her and then he had to move back home um so as he was moving out uh, he had the opportunity to clean up some of his accumulated tech debris kind of like what i have in my closet where i had like tons of wires mm-hmm. old old tech just sitting in there watches glasses cables components just a bunch of junk um inside of that was the hard drive kind of the hard drive that he had that was just sitting outside in a pile and it's funny i have a hard drive just like that too that i just have sitting there i don't know why i have it i just need to throw it away uh, but when I read something like this, I'm like, screw that. You never know. Uh, so anyway, but I'm not, I never mined Bitcoin at that time. So there's no way I would have it. Or did I? I don't know. I'm trying to remember. I don't think I did. I remember hearing about it, but I don't think I went any farther than actually just installing it. Um, so, you know, so he, so he says he threw out the hard drive. It had like 1400 Bitcoins on it and he didn't think anything of it. Um, and it wasn't until later, like much later that he remembered that his Bitcoin was on it. Like he, 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 he knew that he had threw it away, but he didn't realize that he had Bitcoin on it. So as time went on, he saw it go from like, you know, a dollar 25 to 250. So he was like, hmm. And then he saw it go from like, you know, 250 to $25. Then he was like, ah, oh, shit. And then he saw it go from like 25 to a hundred dollars. And he was like, okay. And then at that point, he's like, crap, I could have had, you know, $1,400. So, you know, he keeps going. And then before you know it, it gets to $1,000, where it's $1,000 a coin. He had, you know, all that coin stored on there. And his girlfriend broke up with him. So he literally could have made, you know, quite a chunk of change. It wasn't until just recently where now it's currently at $4,000 a coin. Um, so he had 1400 Bitcoin and right now it could it it'd be worth 7.6 million and change and That sucks So the reason we found out about this because he's now he's a blogger for Gizmodo Australia and uh, He says here in his Twitter. I threw out a hard drive with 1400 coins on it This is probably one of the stupidest things in hindsight that I've ever done and I've done a lot of stupid things a lot of times (laughs) And then he goes, he goes on to say, but today it's worth $4.2 million. And that stings just a little bit because I had too many hard drives and this one had some scratches. He says, I'm generally pretty easygoing in life, I think. And I can laugh about it for like 95% of the time. But also, man, man, what the... (laughs) So um, he started telling his friends and he started letting everybody know on the internet what had gone on. Uh, Apparently the landfill is exceedingly well organized and stratified uh, and the trash would have just been considered trash you know just like anything else um he could have contacted the council in the area and they could have he could have rented you know out the 
I guess the place where it got dumped and he could have, he could have done some, some searching. Um, there has been like people on Twitter that have, you know, contacted him and have said, um, you know, if they could give him, you know, I guess his permission to go find it and if they can get as much information as they can. So it's kind of like a lost treasure at this point. So it's kind of like one of those where as a, as a Bitcoin, Bitcoin rises, um, cause I sincerely, I really believe that it's going to be in the thousands at some point, like hundreds of thousands per coin at some point in the near future. Um, this is going to be that, this is going to be that hidden treasure that people are probably going to be looking for their whole life. I'm sure they're still looking for it. It's kind of like national treasure with Nicolas Cage where he's just searching for national treasure. <laughs> it's in Australia, down under. Um, so he spent, uh, yeah, so he, like he realized that, you know, $4,000 $4, sucks. Um, and uh, yeah, so, so the that's the story. Map? That's pretty much the story. You don't have a treasure map? No, he, he like I said, he uh, he basically is in, it's in Australia. He knows where it could be. But I mean, you think about it. If you've been to a landfill, you know how big those mountains get. You would be searching for your whole life trying to find that hard drive. And even at those at that point, it's probably already corroded. So you probably could, I mean, theoretically, you could probably could pull the, the platter because basically the hard drive is just a platter, just mm -hmm. spinning disc platter. So you could pull the platter and you could take it to like a forensics lab and you could pull the data off of there. Um, it just depends on what part of the disc where that data lives on, if it's been defragmented. Um, so it's it's a risk, even if you do find it, it's you're not 100% guaranteed that you're actually going to be able to pull the data off of there and then tran tra transfer it. But um, I, I've I've done I've done transferring the data on bad drives before, but they've never been corroded for seven years in a dumpster. So that's my story this week. What do you think about that? Um, it sounds. Uh... Like, I don't have any interest in Bitcoin. I still don't understand it. <laughs> but, but no, can you, ima can you imagine a, a, a gr his girlfriend just saying, yeah, turn off that computer? <laughs> which I would say too, but what have you why said? didn't he say something? See something, say something. So you're saying that it's his fault that he yeah, should have? Yeah, totally. It's his fault. He should have been like, look, chick, this is what's going on. This is my house. Not only in my house. I'm running house. electricity. I'm paying electricity. This is my computer. Leave my Dell. But why did he have to have it on? Oh, so I'm sorry, I forgot to explain that part. So he leaves it on so he can mine more Bitcoin, oh. like it's running a program to he's mine Bitcoin. He's a miner. So he's a miner. But this was back then when Not you really didn't. A miner, miner. Yeah, this is back then when you really didn't need very heavy machinery to, or not machinery, very heavy computer parts to, you like know, literally mine. my Bitcoin. Now it takes like. Thirty-seven hundred, four, four thousand, thirty-six hundred dollars worth of equipment to actually mine Bitcoin. Jesus, man! If I had that kind of money, I would totally be in the Bitcoin mining game. Anyway, um, but yeah, four point two million dollars sitting sitting in Australian trash right now. Somebody will find it. I'm sure. Yeah. Okay. So our next story is your story. Yeah. So. I What's just want to uh, talk about one of my favorite podcasts called Sword and Scale. It just hit its 100th episode on the 1st, I think. The host is Mike Boudet. It's, it's a really good podcast. Um, he basically talks about murder. And 
If you're like me, that's a good term. <laughs> Murder. If, if you're like me, you're you know, you be intrigued by murder and like hear different stories and different murders, different cases throughout history and throughout the world. And so, Sword and Scale kind of does that. It's super ominous, like it's real spooky. Like even the intro and the host Mike Boudet, he's like has a really great like voice and. Uh, presence when he's in his you know during his podcast and um but i mainly there's no particular story i want to talk about mainly want to uh talk about that that's a good podcast to listen to if you ever um are in the mood to hear about good murder um what's that other podcast you listen to because i feel like this one came out of nowhere no, Sword and Scale is one of my favorites but what's the one that you went to go see live oh live uh my favorite murder yeah, see, two, that's the one I know that you chicks, watch. Two chicks talk about murder, and they've become really popular. They're touring and everything. Um, we, I saw them with one of my friends at the Paramount Theater here in Austin. And basically, they sit there and they talk about murder, too. They each, you know, um, talked about local murders, which they usually try to do at all their live shows. They try to talk about a local murder wherever they're uh, performing at. Uh, but it's two chicks just kind of riffing, and I think that's why they have such a good following, um, because it's more like, like, chick time, because they kind of hang out, they talk about their lives too, they joke, they riff, and but they also talk about murder. So, but oh, wow. I have a lot of po- I have a lot of murder podcasts. Sword and Scale is one of my favorites. Well, though. I if guess he next came to week, Austin, I'd be going and seeing. I guess him. next week you gotta bring us a murder story. I can talk about Because now murder. I'm intrigued. Now I want to hear a murder story. Oh, okay. But if you don't, if you're not ready, then it's okay. Not today, scare, but I can come scare, up with one. We won't scare the local? audience. No, it could just be a murder story. Like, I feel like it balances out. Well, actually, I'll talk about kind of a hometown murder. I just read this book with my book club, uh, Long Shadows in a Small Town or something like that. And it's about some uh, children that were murdered in Brownsville, Texas, where I kind of grew up. South Texas. So I'll talk about that next time. Yeah, yeah, we want to definitely hear about that. Um, um, yeah, I, I, me, I just I don't watch that stuff because I just don't like to know those 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 gory details. I like watching actual um, murder mysteries and like movies and stuff like that. But when it comes to like actual factual stuff, I'm just like Ugh. that's a problem. I need the real stuff. I don't like the the stuff that's not real and like. To me, it's scarier. Yeah, it's not. To me, it's not scarier. It's just more like, it's hard to believe that people could actually do those things. Oh yeah, some of the stories like I've had to stop listening and like regroup because it like really messes with your psyche listening to so much murder. Yeah, I know. That's why I could never do it. <laughs> but I love it. I yeah. sit at work. And... It's like that show Dexter. What's the one that? Uh... Yeah, Dexter. I never yeah. watched it. Everybody tells yeah, me. Yeah, everybody watch would it, say it was great. But it's gory. It has a lot of blood yeah, it in it, and blood. I'm like, it's not real to me because it's not a true story. And honestly, I don't want to see it. I'd rather hear it. And yeah. I think that's why I enjoy podcasts. Yeah, but. Um... Mm-hmm. Anyway, so that's going to end this week's podcast. Um, our last October segment, we, October 8th, yes. Uh, so our last segment, um, we want to end on, eventually we want to end on y'all's emails. So we have a website. It's called Murder in, no, it's called MurderinoTechATX.com. 
M-U-R-D-E-R-I-N-O-T-E-C-H-A-T-X.com. I know, it's a mouthful. Murderinotechatx.com. You can email us at hello at murder... Eno, sorry. <laughs> Hello at murderinotechatx.com. Send us any questions or suggestions. We'll be we'll be looking to cover all of y'all's emails and suggestions in the beginning of next week's podcast. Hopefully, as time goes on, we'll get a lot smoother with everything, and um, hopefully, you guys stick around for the long haul. Um, we hope to be doing this every week. But the last thing we're going to touch on is going to be what we learned. So, Christina. What did we learn today? There's a treasure in Australia. <laughs> That's good. We did learn that. Yeah. Dang. There's a tre- There's a treasure. I think the next Pirates of the Caribbean is going to be called Pirates the Australia. Of the Bitcoin. Of the Bitcoin. I can totally see that being turned into a movie, though. That sounds awful. Or at least a Lifetime. <laughs> lifetime movie. I'm not saying any of them. I'm just saying Lifetime makes some really great movies, but I think this could be a great one for them. So does the Hallmark Channel. They make good ones, too. They do. So that's what well, we learned today. thank you guys for listening. Yeah, thanks, guys. And hope you come back next week. All right. So long. Bye.